You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Friday night, tick-tock, tick-tock, ding! It's time for chaos. I have a question I want to throw out to the team. It's very important. When you were a kid, child, and you played Monopoly, when you landed on a property, if you didn't buy it or couldn't afford to buy it or didn't want to buy it, what happened? Did you just... It was the other person's turn, or did you play by the rules? I would usually cause a distraction and steal some money in order to buy it. What are the rules? That Wait. doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. Kate I was probably, is asking, what are the rules? Yeah. Also, doesn't surprise me, because I learned this recently. I was probably just reeling from having one first prize in a beauty contest. <laughs> it's only 10 bucks, man. <laughs> yeah. You can't even buy a Mediterranean with that. Actually, <laughs> Southern boy okay. pageants. Yes. Uh, I, my mother entered me in little Southern boy pageants <laughs> all across the Southeast. I knew you were a pageant boy, Ross. Yes. Uh, Rob, what would you do? Do you know? I believe I, uh, yeah, I would pass and then wait for my mother to buy it and then start talking mad shit for the entire game. I'm about to blow your minds. Hit me. Because you were all playing the wrong way, as was I. Slap some Lavali knowledge on us. Let me show you how it's done. <laughs> You land on a property, right? If you land on it, you have first choice to buy. If you don't buy, it immediately goes to an auction. Hmm. What? That's fun. I never played that. That's how the auctions? game, this is how you can actually end the game. Because remember, you're a kid, you like play for two hours, like, all right, let's just leave the pieces where they are, we'll finish later. No, every time you land on a property, it goes to auction. And like, if it's just two of you, you can auction and get it for a lower price, or you can auction up over the price. If there's multiple people playing, like that can go to anybody. But by a couple turns around the board, pretty much all the properties are gone. Wow. That changes Damn. everything. My God. Okay. The Monopoly fell under mousetrap for me, where it was like after a certain time, like you never finished the game. Yeah. Also, yeah. oh, because Rube. you weren't playing the right the way. Game. You had to yeah, do the freaking Rube Goldberg it thing. It took <laughs> so long. I never have ever, I never owned Mousetrap, but I never was at someone's house who had Mousetrap where they had every piece. It was exactly. like always in a state of disrepair that made it impossible uh, yeah. to play. You never came to my house. I was very protective of mm-hmm. my pieces. They all went in individual plastic bags. Mousetrap had a, had a that short makes sense. shelf life. <laughs> Troy? Yes. I would like to read a prepared statement. Um, <laughs> I'll ask. Great. October is here. Spooky season is upon us. And I, for one, take pre-show bant as Troy LaValle insists upon calling it seriously. (laughs) There was a time many, many weeks ago when we were asked to provide Troy with a list of five horror movies. The time of horrors and tricks and treats has now come. Here are... Here are five horror movies for Troy LaValle to watch when he has the time. Wow. Uh, I'm going to put them in the chat so I can remember them later. Great. Number one, Hellraiser. As I mentioned, this is a cool um, and and sick and creepy uh, 
movie featuring Classic. some super pervy Cenobites. Two, Suspiria. <laughs> if when you want cool Euro vibes and blood the color of bright red Sherman Williams paint. And also rad kills that take place in a ballet school. That's number three. <laughs> number three, the deepest cut on my list, the Mexican uh, satanic horror movie Alucarda, which is a nunsploitation movie from Mexico from the 70s about a uh, young novice nun who is seduced by the devil. Very, very, very cool. And I think an influence on Guillermo del Toro. Uh, number four, The Descent, the most recent one on my list, um, which is a movie all about how horrible it is to be stuck down in a very tight cramped cave and then the monsters show up claustrophobia plus creepy beasts the descent is very good number five <laughs> hard to pare it down to just five but got to go with one of my faves and a classic a certified classic the texas chainsaw massacre um a movie that i always thought was probably going to be gross grimy and gory but is actually a very cool piece of outre 70s cinema that is high quality <laughs> as a piece of cinema itself and not as gory as you think runners up to the list include jacob's ladder kill list mandy basket case and in the mouth of madness wow yeah, that's a list i and feel a half. like i just that's had it. a that's stroke that's the show everybody have a good well, i gotta go watch those movies i don't have time to do the show I have a spoiler. Troy will never watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I know that for a fact. That's never going to happen. Do you and know, honestly, just looking at that list, I'd say Hellraiser would be the one I would watch first because that's uh, equal, probably as uh, as known as Texas Chainsaw. But I would watch that. I like a dated movie. And oh, I like yeah. to see the first one. I want to see like the early one. I don't mind if the cinema's a little choppy. That was They were defining a genre. Ooh, it, it goes so much crazier than it's you amazing. ever think. It's but it's really? not it's not gory crazy. It's not. like what? It's crazy. really intense. It just doesn't it's, it's like ten minutes of oh everything's fine and then another like seventy of just everything's horrible all the time. I can't breathe. There's some it's like some weird inbred family, right? That has a bunch of maniacs in that. Yeah. I guess I gotta watch it. Then you, you can, can go say. nuts and watch the second one, which is a uh, cocaine roller coaster. <laughs> It's a cocaine coaster. If you yeah. were if you were if you watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre and what you were thinking was like what this is missing is the uh uh metallic nerve feeling of a uh, amphetamine high, uh <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre two will will do it for you. Everyone if, why is everyone screaming all the dialogue all the time? Why is it all neon? Because it's the eighties and it's cocaine. Kate, are you in on this? I think I'm in the wrong chat. <laughs> Just like I feel yeah. inspired. I really want to. Uh, I was never a big Halloween fan until I had kids. Now I'm, I'm back into it. And then the day after Halloween, I start celebrating Christmas. So this could. I feel like this could get me in the zone. Uh, my wife's not going to watch these, so I got to wait until she goes to bed. But uh, I'm in. I'm in. I will, I will Texas try. Chainsaw Massacre by yourself Ooh, is going to yeah. be a wonderful experience. Gnarly. I don't like being scared. All right. Am I going to find Alucarda on fucking Netflix? How am I going to get that? No. I don't know, but I feel I'm like I need to get a bootleg. You got to reach out and see a guy. Oh, man. It's it's really, it's really cool. Only, yeah. only Ross. Full Ross is the only person that I know in my life that I would hear the, the term nunsploitation and be like, yeah, of course. Sure. Of course. It makes sense. It makes sense. It tracks. Yeah. It's a spirit. You can just put the soundtrack on in the background for whatever Ooh, yeah. you do. What is that? Is that Dario Argento? Dario Argento. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, soundtrack yeah. alone by the amazing... Germano Italian prog band Goblin is yeah, <laughs> rad as hell. Amazing. Know, like, 
Thank you for doing that. Uh, well, I'm, I'm excited about these now, and uh, you guys should be excited to play Monopoly the correct way for once in your damn lives. Hey, did you know that Monopoly, yeah. uh, I, I'm, this is anecdotal. Not anecdotal, because somewhere in here is a fact. I just might Bant not it up, right. man. We're doing everything this We're banting. Monopoly apparently was, uh, I feel like it's a Netflix show within the creation of Monopoly, because I think it was invented by a school teacher to, to show kids how bad big, big business can be. Hmm. And then it was then she was fucked over by a big business that then uh, copied it and made it and made money off of it. And she was just and she got she, I don't think she got a penny. She got monopoly. She got full on. What's his name? Jasper J. Jameson or whatever. Who's the name of the fucking monopoly, oh, the monopoly man? man? He has a name. R- Rich he Uncle Pennybags, I believe is I his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right. You know, Candyland was created for children with polio. Oh. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, read this the other specifically? day. I don't know. Did you go colorblind uh, when you have polio? I don't know. But there was like the original uh, had the original uh, Candyland had like a kid with a, a leg brace and shit. So they were it was a very oh. representative game at the time. But uh, I, was, unless I was just reading a tweet that was just like ah, I'm going to get La Valley. Candyland was made for polio. So, uh, I read that the other day while I was playing polio because you know your phones. I never believe this. They listen to you when you talk. Yeah. So you talk about Candyland, and all of a sudden there it is. Uh-huh. Candyland the game was designed. Suggested by Eleanor Abbott while she was recovering from polio in San Diego. Polio. It was made and tested by the children in the same wards in the hospital. And the children suggested that she submit the game to the Milton Bradley Company. And she did. Ah, and they took all her money. And polio's back! And, so let's uh, start playing game. <laughs> and it, I don't know if you guys knew this about Apples to Apples. It was invented by Satan. <laughs> anyway, we'd like to thank all of our sponsors yeah. in this TTRPG Milton community. <laughs> Milton Bradley, Alucarda. the Parker Brothers, and we got to give a big hand to the guy downstairs, <laughs> Mr. Morningstar himself. Two apples. Oh man, I want to see. I want to know what the second and third best non-exploitation film is. Um, <laughs> they didn't bedded. show that in Catholic mm-hmm. school. They're not going to show tonight's episode in Catholic school either, because I think it's going to get a little a crazy. Uh, more than the orgy that we had last episode? I'm that doubling hot, down hot on the orgy. <laughs> if you give me another crazy sex stream that I have to take notes about... <laughs> Folks, if you want to hear a blood orgy described uh, by an NPR host. I hope your husband finds that journal one day while you're on vacation or like a bachelor party. What is going on? There's something here about a bison? Bison. As as, uh, Rob said, I think it was off air. That was the most like PG way I could uh, explain all of the various copulations. Fornicating. Um, They were fornicating and uh, knives. Just wor- the most unsexy words that How you could have used. Yeah, well, I didn't want to. I don't. I had one. One of you guys throwing up the X card because I took it too far. Because trust me, I can take it too far. Um, but once I get to know where everybody's boundaries are, then I'll be sure to push them. Not unlike the boundaries that were pushed in the famous non-exploitation film Alucarda. <laughs> Last week, you murder hobos uh, <laughs> found your way down to uh, Juju House after uh, Margot and uh, Feyruz narrowly escaped what could have been a situation, but really was just a kindly old man wanting to buy your creepy mask. And you said no. You teased the poor old man. You left. And Carter and Vaughn were running from uh, the Lafayette Theater to try and intercept you. A failed luck roll later. They didn't see you. 
So you all met back at the Waldorf. You met at the Waldorf, and you found out that Millie Adams came through, that you could meet with Hilton Adams the next day. He said, you know what? Let's see if Carter can set up a meeting with Bradley Gray, Erica Carlisle's lawyer, on Thursday, because we've, we've got a busy Wednesday. But you know what? There's still, a, there's still a couple hours left in the day. Let's go break into Juju House. So you get up there, and you're stopped in your trash because you see a bunch of people going down this alley and disappearing into the building, a building that you know, Marco, favor is, it's not that large. At a certain point, you see almost a dozen people go in there, and you don't know how many people might already be in there and how many more are coming. So you say, okay. Let's send Vaughn down to act like a drunkard trying to get into this speakeasy. The meaty hand uh, bouncer. Not going to happen. Take a hike, buddy. You leave. Your only recourse now is to break into the abandoned pawn shop next door, sneak around to the back so you could crack the door and see what the hell is going on. More people going in. Eventually around 1.30 or so, the guy guarding the door goes in as well. Silence. Margo stumbles drunkenly, uh, loudly, outside of this door. Crash, bang, boom! Walks over, listens, hears a, a sound, as if out of her own nightmares, a low, throbbing hum that actually ends up sounding like several voices overlapping. Are they singing? Are they moaning? Are they wailing? You don't know. It's weird. You sneak back in. Carter's turn. He goes out, picks the lock. Just as he does, the possibly red and blue lights, if they existed, uh, probably didn't, start shining down this alleyway. But you take a peek inside really quickly, there's no one there. Maybe that sound that Margot heard sounds a little bit louder, but still distant. No one there. You shut the door, you dive back in. Cops are coming down, flashlights. You guys are like, we gotta get out of here. You bolt out the front just as they peek in the abandoned pawn shop. Carter goes and gets wasted. The rest of you head back to the Waldorf. Wake up bright and early because you got to catch a train to Ossining. You take the train to Ossining. You go to Sing Sing Prison. Those same two uh, jerk cops <laughs> see that your name is on the list. They let you in. You meet the subwarden, George Brunton, who takes you to Hilton Adams, tells you have 30 minutes. And Hilton Adams kind of confirms all of your suspicions that something is going on at Juju House. And, and the, the one thing that he caught was this guy, big guy, muscular, late 30s, early 40s, leaving there one day. He trailed him, and nobody wanted to give him any information about this guy. In fact, warned him, don't even worry about it. Found out the guy's name was Makunga Madari. Like the next day, he ends up getting arrested. He says the cops are dirty. Robeson's dirty. Maybe Robeson's behind it. Maybe it's Juju House. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's neither. But in his estimation, he got in too deep. And he was framed for the eighth murder. The one other thing that was important is that, and I don't think this had come up in your investigation so far, is there were eight murders, now nine with Jackson Elias. More will come, he says, if the real killers aren't found. But there were even more disappearances. Not everyone that was abducted or disappeared, their body showed up. What is going on? Let's do our weekly luck roll, because you are going to need it. Oh, boy. I swear to God, if I don't get any luck, oh, 
Finally. I'm going to quit. God damn it. Today is the day to be lucky. I'm using different nope. dice. I no rolled three. Oh, oh, that would be a great roll if it was any other if roll. If it was not a luck roll. <sighs> I rolled a 93. Hey, so. there you go. Hey. Sometimes it's good to be bad. Give yourself a D-tizzle worth of luck back. What do you know? Eight whole points. Eight points of luck? Those yeah. will not last the next 45 <laughs> minutes. Gulp. <laughs> Kate, you look like you nailed it. You got a two. A two a under two. what is now 24. Because I spent t- luck last, last time. That was, that was hard to fail. Or hard to succeed. Yeah. And you did. I'm proud of you. Rob, yeah. how'd no. you do, buddy? No. No. All right, so it looks like Vaughn, the least sane among you, is at least lucky. Riding high with 68 points of luck. Looking out the windows of the train, heading back to Grand Central Station, heading back into the city from Austining, from Sing Sing Prison, from the Death House, where old Sparky will soon sizzle an innocent man's soul. What are you guys thinking about? What are you going to do? It's about noon 30. Well, when is the next new moon? Did we establish that? I'd love to know that. The dark of the moon. Yes, that was another thing that Hilton Adams said. It seemed like the disappearances all happened to the dark of the moon. Now, he posited it's because, well, there's no light. What a great time to kidnap someone. That's what I always say. But maybe there's another reason. Any of you trained in astrology? Is that even a uh, like a skill in the ballpark of if astrology? If that was a thing, I would have trained for it. <laughs> would I be able to use an occult role? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Any everyone knows that anyone who believes in astrology is a cultist. Yes. So go ahead and give me an occult. I'm going to try to roll. I rolled a 46 over 45, so I'm going to spend a luck point of luck. Or maybe this is your jam. You just you're way into astrology and way into the phases of the moon, which is not too crazy uh, to think as a as someone who studied cryptology. You know that today is the twenty first, Wednesday the twenty first. This month, January, the twenty fourth and the twenty fifth are when the moon is going to be dark. So. If Wednesday's the 21st, uh, Thursday, 22nd, Saturday and Sunday night. I really wish there was a way we could set a trap. Yeah. Like get one of us kidnapped on purpose. Yeah, unfortunately, (sighs) there's nothing that, we don't know anything that connects or made made the folks that disappeared enticing targets, except for their their location described a sort of like perimeter around yeah. the Juju house, right? Right. Um, what was the name? Did we get a name of the, it was like an importer, exporter company that Makunga Emerson for? Imports. Emerson Imports. Yeah. We Emerson. could snoop around the docks mm-hmm. and see if they have um, any sort of other shipment come in or how often they do. Yep. And we should go talk to old shithead, the cop. Lieutenant <laughs> Pool. So you've got Lieutenant <laughs> Shithead, Emerson Imports. What else? 
Any other dangling clues out there that you're Mm, interested in? uh, Any danglers? Well, I think we're going to Mrs. Lunch Break. Fat Mabel's. Well, Mabel's is the the speakeasy where he learned the identity of uh, Lukunga Madari, right? Right. Right. Yep, he followed him outside of Juju House all the way to Fat Mabel's, a coffee house that uh, turns into a speakeasy at night. Maybe we get maybe we get any sort of info on Madari from there. Or will you be met with the same pushback that Hilton was? If we know that that was what made them targets, right? Then following in his footsteps would not necessarily make us targets for capture, but targets for Moida. Right. Like he found he found the identity of Makongo through that place. Mm-hmm. Ah, so yeah, if we go snooping around there, it's not going to be good for us. I mean, part of me wants to break into Juju House during the day when it's oh, less active. I do too. Let's right. go on a lunch break. We'll have to go tomorrow because we're it's lunchtime and we're on the train. Oh right. Well, we can't go today. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Without spending significant time sort of watching the comings and goings. The only thing you know now is a lunch break. Now there may be other times, but you just you ha- you don't have that information yet because you're the only time you've cased the joint was between midnight and say two a.m. Should we split up then? Like two people go to the docks and two people hang around the Juju House. Sure. Sure. Okay, yeah. I like this plan because uh, I love when you guys split up. <laughs> Um, okay. So, do you jump out of Grand Central Station and just say, where's the plan to meet back up? Waldorf at 8? Yeah. 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 Okay. Waldorf in the evening. All right. Uh, you were on the 1230 train, so you roll into Grand Central Station around 130. Um, Wait, we're going to try to go back to Juju House today, right now? Yeah, uh, Kate was suggesting the two of you go stake it out, uh, but perhaps go back into the pawn shop uh, if you want, and then two of you are go check out the docks. Okay. Who's going where? Good question. Hmm. I don't know where I want to go more. It's a team-up. Mm-hmm. My, my only thing about going back to Juju House is I don't really know what we're going to if we're thinking it's going to be past lunch when he would be gone, I don't really know what we're expecting to happen that will be more uh, uh, exciting than the... Well, to see if there's, like, another time that he usually leaves. If it's... Or, find out, find out. yeah, A, if there's a time that he leaves. Okay. B, if we can get in, mm-hmm. then... We sneak there, into their meeting place. Is there like, what, what's yeah. in the back room? Right, like, right, if he okay. leaves while we're there casing it, maybe we can try if to sneak in. he doesn't leave, we're just chilling. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, I'm sure we can have some interesting character developing conversations. That's <laughs> all about. Um, who is a good case the joint place, and who's a good lurker at the docks? Uh, lurker at the docks. Lurker. Lurker. I could go either way. I've seen the uh, second season of The Wire, so I don't know much about the docks. <laughs> Great season. It's so good. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm decently stealthy. It seems yeah. like the Goyles should maybe not go to Juju House because he could recognize them. 
Good point. Perhaps it's a. I shall show the show the boys go. Jack, Jack and Jill's the ladies the at the dock <laughs> would be a little disarming. Perhaps <laughs> dock workers. But we don't exactly look like dock workers either. Yeah, but they'll right. cat call you to oblivion, and then you can use that to your <laughs> advantage. I'm sure. Hmm. Oh, I'm sure that's going to go over swimmingly. Yeah, sounds great. Or fake mustaches. <gasps> disguise kits. Mm-hmm. Full um, Miss Piggy. And we Muppets are but simple dock workers looking for our warehouse. Oh, I'm so maybe, strong. Just, maybe just like, what's our what's the goal of staking out Emerson Imports? We want to find what exactly is it? Um. Well, there's a shipment that comes in. Right. That goes to Juju House. If we could see who the worker is that brings it there, see precisely what is being brought, or quiz someone about what it is. I mean, steal it. Yes. And also people, and whether we interview, keep referring to Africa, which is a mighty big place. I'd love to know, like, specifically. Where? Yeah. Especially since everything points to this cult of the bloody tongue. Right. Being of Kenyan origin, if that's where it's coming from. Yeah. I feel like for the docks, it's staking it. Just getting a lay of the dock land. And then... If it becomes a thing, trying to, like, if we identify a shipment that, like, looks like it's going to the Juju house, however that would be, mm-hmm. trying to take a peek of what it is or yeah. something. Maybe you could even pretend to, like, pick up, pick it up. <laughs> Hold it there. I mean, do you guys think, I know, I've, I know I've, I've beat this drum a couple times, but do you think we should go to pool? Because some cops were sniffing around last night. Maybe something happened mm-hmm. to the cops that were sniffing around. Is Poole the one we can trust? It's it's Poole's the one we can Robson trust. He, he even was like, don't go to Robeson. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, He's, maybe. He doesn't think Robeson's on the level. Maybe if we go to him, we can get like an okay clearance to look at shipments from them. <gasps> Maybe we could take ropes into the docks. Or not ropes in, uh, pool. pool. The yeah. docks. He didn't seem super into any sort of <laughs> deputizing us or, uh, <laughs> in, a, yeah. in an official capacity. Uh, but we can always just do whatever we want. We can encourage him to get a search warrant for Juju House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either way, it might be good to have a cop on your side. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's go to pool first, then. I think. All right, so uh, Carter and Vaughn are going to go stake out Juju House while... No, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, fine. That's fine. While Margot and uh, Feyruz head over to Lieutenant Poole's precinct uh, to chat with him before heading uh, to the west side to check out Emerson Imports. I like it. Sounds good Um, All right, then let's pick up uh, exterior shot of the precinct not too far away from the Chelsea Hotel we see Margot and Feyruz round the corner of 7th Ave and before they head into the precinct they can't help but look in the distance and see the Chelsea Hotel looming flashes of Jackson's dead eyes flashes of that symbol etched on his forehead flashes of those guys with those weird headbands with red felt straps coming down Climbing out the window, jumping, running away, getting into a car, and taking off. Go into the precinct. 
You ask for Lieutenant Poole, and Poole comes out with a coffee and sees you. And they're like, Lieutenant Poole? He's like, yeah, 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 I know. Come on in, ladies. Brings you over to his desk, not even in an interrogation room. What's, uh, what's going on? Does this look like a private place to talk? Like, how many people are wandering uh, There's a couple cops buzzing around. Um... They're not like right on top of him. There's no one sitting nearby. Uh, but he just pulls up two chairs. What's happening? Is there a uh, place we can speak more privately? Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, all right, come on. And then he takes you back into uh, one of the interrogation rooms and uh, lets you sit wherever you want. Uh, and then he kind of leans against the wall so you don't feel like you're actually being interrogated. What, uh, what's going on? Did you find something out? We did. We went to go visit the prison yesterday to go see, meet with, uh, Mr. Hilton. Is it Avery? Adams. Adams. Yeah, Adams. You met with Adams. Could I ask how you were able to arrange that meeting? Through his wife. Really? Okay. Um, did you did you learn anything from him about what put him there in the first place? Well, seemed that uh, he, like us, have been trying to pick up on patterns of these missing people and these murdered people, and I think he was. Whatever he got close to, they tracked him, and I think that they had framed him for these murders on purpose. Did he mention Robeson? Only that. Uh, oh, was it? Was it? Uh, was it Hilton that said that he didn't trust him? Or mm-hmm. yeah, he's of the opinion that he's not to be trusted. He's maybe involved. I don't know if he is involved or not, but it seems like whatever it is, he's very close to it in a way that's not going to do us any favors. I don't mean to be rude here, but do you have any new information? I've kind of felt as if uh, Robeson was at least on the take here, if not directly involved. Um, you know, do you have any uh, any hard evidence that would lead you to believe that either Robeson is the one that's doing this stuff, which... I really don't think it's the case or or someone else. I don't know if there's any clear evidence about Robeson's involvement, but there was a mention of a uh, Magonga Medari. Magonga Medari, okay. That name doesn't... uh, I don't recognize that. What uh, what is it? How is he tied up in this? He said once he learned of uh, his name, of this person who he saw coming and going from the Juju house, that was when he was framed in the eighth murder um, he also mentioned that the Juju house might have something to do with it, might know something okay, he takes um, out a, a pen and paper and he's like, I'm sorry, what is it, the Juju house? the Juju house okay, and where is that? is that up in Harlem? yes, yes. I tell him where it is exactly. what kind of place is this? it's a place that sells curiosities mostly for African descent, but he seems to be a collector of all things occult-leaning. 
Okay. And and Madari works at this place as the owner or seems to be coming and going from that place quite often. Okay, now why is this place important? Well, we think that it might be tied to this African death cult. <laughs> he puts his notebook down. Um okay. Uh and why do you think that? Well, there's been they do receive regular shipments from uh, the <laughs> Emerson? Emerson Emerson Imports. There seem to be people going missing around the new moon each time, and all within a certain vicinity. And she, she kind of like pulls out this map and just kind of draws a big circle of where. Okay. Okay. Um... It all seems to lead back to this juju house. I hear what you're saying. Uh, unfortunately, this is all kind of circums- circumstantial right now. I need, like, hard evidence that would well, connect this Madari or juju house to what's going on here. Because I can't go traipse it up there when Robeson sees me. He's going to kick me right back down to Chelsea. Do you think there's a way... Uh, that you could accompany us on at least part of these stakeouts? I can't. I can't do it. It's... I run the risk of getting suspended or losing my badge, and then I'm no help to anybody. But if you can find something, find something hard and bring it to me, I can bring it up to the top. Right now, if I bring this up to the top and they go and investigate and Robeson's people have all things tied up where I'm not going to be able to make any headway, then I look like an idiot and nothing's going to go anywhere. But if you can bring me something hard, I think I can get people behind us. Do you know anything about that pawn shop across from the Juju house? Do you know why or how long it's been boarded up? I I mean, it's the first time I've been hearing about Juju house as a pawn shop next door, nearby? Yes. It just seems odd that authorities would be would, would, would give any sort of damn about anyone being around that area. I can look into it and see if anything comes if, up. If you were able to find out if Robeson was among the police officers that went there last night... All right, so there were there were police officers that went to the pawn shop near Juju House? Yes. And how do you know this? No, you know what? Uh, Listen, Bessie, I, I would know. like for you to not get mad, but we might have done um, our little... Um, no, 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 no. Just, I, you know what? We I, went there. It's better, it's better if I don't know, but while I can't go up there, I can definitely look into this. I can find out if police were dispatched and possibly even from where look into the pawn shop and uh, what was the name of this importer? Emerson? Emerson Imports? Emerson. And And they're supplying stuff to the store? Yes. Okay, I mean that in and of itself isn't that uh, damning uh, you know, depending on what's inside of what they're sending up there. Uh, These crates and whatnot. Let me see. Emerson Imports, okay. Anything else? Also, why would a place that closes at 5 p.m. have secret meetings in which a bodyguard at the door is necessary? Well, 
at all hours of the night. That's not that uncommon, especially up in Harlem. Now, if I if we were all doing our job, we'd shut them all down. But uh, all those places are uh, they're uh, they're paying off the right cops to get that done. So that's not that strange in and of itself. Now, if there's something going on there that isn't, you know, bootleg liquor, well, now that would be something I would want to know about. But you two and your friends need to be careful. If this is all true and Adams was set up, he was set up because he was poking his nose where he shouldn't, and your friend was poking his nose where he shouldn't, and he ended up dead. Adams is going to be dead soon, too. So, be careful. I'm grateful for your help, but... uh, Well, just know that if somebody comes up missing or murdered three days from now... You did it. No. Oh, sorry. Terrible cop. (laughs) What evidence do you want? I mean, obviously not hearsay, like, I've heard this or I saw this. You need... uh, Perhaps photographic evidence? Photographic evidence would be everything. Um, Sick. All right. It has to be physical, hard evidence. You got photographs. You got anything. Anything I can hold on to. This catch 22 of like, in order to get this evidence, we need to put ourselves in great danger. And I feel like we can just assume we're taking the steps that the last two people who were murdered took. Yeah. Yeah, maybe uh maybe I'm just getting tired of this uh case. I shouldn't be putting innocent people like you in in harm. So he folds up his notebook and just kinda throws it on the table. You're right. Just um forget about this. Uh, i these these leads are very helpful, but maybe you should just maybe you should just stop here and uh and call it a day. Uh, it's very sad that you've lost a friend. There's no reason to lose anybody else. You're right. It's better to be safe uh, than sorry. Uh, I'll look into this. Uh, obviously, I know how to contact you guys. If I find something, I can keep you abreast. But stay out of this. There's no reason. I, I don't want this on my conscience. If one of you ends up uh, like your friend or poor Mr. Adams. Um, I'm here for you. If there's anything you uh, you discover along the way, but please just maybe let it go. You know what? You are right. You know what we should do, Sawa? Stay yes. out of this. And you know what? Uh, I was we will thinking go the same thing. Have a little girls' trip. Just go shopping, right? Um, for perfume. All right. Fine. I don't need to hear about all your lady things. Yes. <laughs> Go shopping. Have yes. fun. Let's not worry our pretty little brains about such matters. Exactly. We it. should be worrying about finding husbands. Our friend well, died, but who cares? <laughs> right. Finally, we can speak openly hmm. with each other. Yep. All right. God you two and he slaps you both in the ass on the way out. Bad. Get out of here, you I just broads. got a phone call from Peru on my phone, and now I'm kind of Stop. freaking out. No. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Dude, weird things happen when you start playing this game. Doors start <laughs> shutting know. behind you. Phone Oof. call from Peru. It's Mendoza. Mendoza. No, don't even say that. As you get slapped on the ass from Lieutenant Poole on your no. way out of the interrogation room, <laughs> we cut to Vaughn and Carter. 
gonna I'm gonna skip past the uh, the rolls and just get you back inside the pawn shop. Unless you had another plan of action. Uh, I just want to keep things moving. And peeking through the crack in the door where we were secreted last time, do we see, um, is the posted hours up and is our our friend Silas, is he in there tending shop? Let's see, if you got, got in around one thirty, you would have got up to Harlem probably between 2.15, Um if you peek there and you really look closely at that angle, it looks like the store is open. And then after standing there for 15 minutes and watching, you see uh, a customer come in. Then a couple minutes later, leave. And you just start watching. Are both of you watching, like Three Stooges style, like one head over the other? I or? feel like Carter's just kind of like bored. He's kind of walking around, singing. Listen, all y'all, it's sabotage. <laughs> singing. Just looking at it like us. Yeah, it's the shard of glass I almost picked up last night. That's the door I pried open successfully. You're standing there, and you're watching. Another customer comes, stays in there for a couple minutes, leaves. Vaughn, you're really eyeing everyone. And then a, a, a smartly dressed white man in his mid-twenties comes up. The other customers were black. This one jumps out at you. Uh, give me a spot hidden. Great. Ooh, that's good. I rolled a 24 under 75. All right, so that's a hard success. Um, you see... Uh, under his suit jacket, a bulge right uh, under his breast area um, that you are pretty sure he's carrying a gun. Sort of thing a uh, detective might be armed with, perhaps. What? What are you talking about? What, are you, what did you see? What? Getting asked. Mm. I'm not mistaken. I think uh, either our friend Robeson or one of his agents is just... Uh, Entered uh, the Juju house. Oh shit! Okay, all right. Where we? Uh... Well, we can't do anything. We're just gonna sit here, right? I mean, I don't. Guys in there for about five minutes tops, maybe not even. And uh, as you're watching Vaughn, you see him come out, and he's got a, a stuffed envelope, like a white envelope that he's sliding into his jacket pocket. He straightens his jacket. And walks out of the alley. Someone's getting paid off, it seems. Okay, all right. That's, uh... That seems like something. Yes. If only we had Sour's camera. bloody camera here. Be... I mean, we could roll it. This guy's what? How old is this guy? 70-something? We could just roll in and start, you know, threatening. Are you sure you want to threaten and smash up the shop of a gentleman who's just just paid off the, the police? If um, maybe down on us, rather rather move a little, a little more clandestine. Let's. Vaughn, hey, what's it like being British? <laughs> I suppose. Does, I it, could... does it feel weird? Well, Tillinghast, I suppose it's not weird to me. I, I, I've thought many times that it must feel rather odd to be American. Oh, no, that's normal as shit. Mm. British, though. That's so cool. I mean, you guys are just so much cooler. 
You ever think about that? Yeah, I suppose it's a um, a, a more drafty, moist climb, but uh, perhaps that that <laughs> that lends itself to the level of sang Freud that we possess. But yeah, uh, you guys are funnier. I feel like the music's better. Your dress cooler. Your pants are so much slimmer. <laughs> you, you needn't flatter, sir. You Americans have uh, many enviable qualities yourselves. Uh, yeah, we're pretty great. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Just got. Uh, sometimes I get. Uh, what's the word? Chitty chatty. <laughs> All right. Um, I suppose one must do something to pass the time. Yeah. And, uh, all right. Some. But you're you're not mistaken. I I want into that place. And he hasn't seen us. We can just walk. Let's just walk in and be customers. I suppose we we could do such thing. Yeah. As you're watching, um, I have a night. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Um, perhaps we can get 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 the proprietor to to, to divulge that he knows that our suspicion. Perhaps we can get the proprietor to confirm our suspicion that the gentleman that we just saw was in fact Robeson. If um if I was to say something like, oh and yes, wasn't that Robeson that I just saw leaving? If I if I, if he could uh, perk up and say that he knows the man, then we'd have a confirmation that uh, that's precisely who we're dealing with. On the other hand, it could just be someone in his employ. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Let's wing it. Always good to go in without a plan. Let's do it's it. A- <laughs> um, yeah, right, so you're going to zip out and go in? Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right, so you sneak out of the pawn shop. We leave the door ajar so you can get back in if you need to. Uh, and you walk towards the juju house. The doors are right next to each other. Yeah. So we, four yards so we walk in, and immediately <laughs> Carter's like, I don't know, Stevie, I just don't know if that was him. No, I'm... I'm telling you, I, I, I know that I'm acquainted with many of the officials of this uh, fair city. I tell you that that was, um, I believe, a detective by the name of Robeson. Uh, I don't know. And, and then Carter starts looking at this. Is one Look at this. These rugs are great. You see the same man that Margot and Feru saw, this like almost skeletal, uh, old, wizened old, skinny, skinny guy, very little tufts of hair, wearing this uh, traditional garb. Uh, missing most of his teeth, and he kind of perks up and says, uh, Hello, um, welcome to Juju House. Um, may, I, may I help you with something? Oh, just perusing your wares, old man. Uh, thank you very much. I'm, I'm telling you that I, uh, I... In my travels, I've made the acquaintance of many officials. Of, of this city. I, I I do believe that is the gentleman in question. Well, Stevie, I just don't know how we would find out if that was actually Lieutenant Robeson of the NYPD. And then just kind of looks, <laughs> looks yeah. over it. Do you happen to know, old man? Can you confirm what I'm telling? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> oh, the, uh, the, the, the gentleman... Perhaps he came in here. I thought he came out of the courtyard as we were walking by. Um... Uh, a local, uh, local uh, police official, unless I'm very much mistaken. Oh, I do not know. I, one of my customers. Yes. Uh, if perhaps, he was, perhaps I, I do not know for sure. Troy, the layout of this shop 
it, I know it's small. Are there like shell? Like, can you get kind of like? Uh, is there a way to not be seen by the front desk? Do you know what I mean? Are like, sh- are there like shells within bookcases and stuff like that where you can kind of get lost in the back of the store, or is it all like, sort of? Right when you walk in, uh, there are a couple. There's a small case to your right, two small like square cases ahead of you, uh, a, a little bit larger of a case uh, up against the wall on the left, and then the right side of the room. There's a long case, and then another long case that's parallel that he's standing behind, and then behind him is where that curtain is. So there's like a, a bunch of little aisles, but he can see everything. He can pretty much see everything because they're all low. And then there's shelving all around the walls. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, do we see anything? I know these are questions that kind of Ferus and, and, and uh, um, Fraulein Sauer went oh, It's good to be re-reminded. But he's got a key around his neck. And we don't. do we see any doors leading into this space? Um, yeah, so they probably told you that you noticed he had a key around his neck. Um, and the only other... A means of egress from the room is this curtain um, behind his counter. Hmm. Um, Carter just kind of like saunters past Vaughn. Is like, keep him talking. Okay. Um, you know, I'm in from out of town, and uh, I, I must confess, I, I have rather weakness for antiquities of this type. And I indicating something on the far wall. It's like, what can you tell me about this uh, this uh, strange little uh, fellow here? And then while he's doing that, the goal Carter's goal is to sort of like really peek around and snoop around. And like, is are there one of these bookcases like a hidden hidden door, or there's like a trap door on the floor? Like, where the fuck did all these people go? Mm-hmm. When they came in here. Um, okay, so you're you're drawing his attention one way while Carter goes the other way. That's and you right. see him talking to you, Vaughn, but also like he keeps looking back uh, at Carter and smiling his his toothless grin. Um, and he's like, this um, this is a piece from uh, Tanzania. Uh, it is known as the uh, Tanzanian uh, devil charm. Uh, it is uh, often worn on the neck, um, but uh, there are some people uh, that uh, attach it to their clothing uh, to wear uh, as a decoration on uh, on their shirts as well. Uh, do you like it? And I confess that I do. I'm rather from an aesthetic point of view, not so much for any sort of uh, uh, warding qualities that it may have. Um, and... So, like, I guess our goal here is to get this guy distracted so that Carter can maybe peek behind this curtain? Yeah, or just try and find if there's any, like you said, you were looking for secret compartments and stuff as well. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be really hard to distract him to get behind that curtain because he's standing standing behind a case in front of the curtain. Unless you Uh, drill him to the other end of the store. That was my goal by going to the far side. Um, Is there anything, like, on on a high shelf that I would have to be like in the in the annoying way like mm, can I have the one on the top shelf <laughs> that he'd have to like bring a step ladder over to or something uh, yeah for sure uh, so if you pull him like uh, to the southwestern portion of the room to point at something uh, he almost for a moment looks exasperated uh, you're going but to think me a terrible beast, but I'm, from this vantage point, I can't quite tell what it, how it appears. I have a feeling it would look amazing on, on my mantelpiece, uh, but I'd love to take a closer look, if, if you'd be so kind. Go ahead. This is going to be, give me a credit rating roll to see oh, if it's yeah. a clear that you are a big spender. 
Um, yeah, baby. I, I rolled my my. I don't know if y'all know Vaughn's credit rating is mad high. Um, I uh, I rolled a. Um, let's see here. I'm going to spend one point of luck to make it a hard success. A hard success. Okay. Uh, and so he he looks. Uh, he's a little wary to leave the space because Carter is just very off-putting uh, from the mask and his general demeanor. Um, I mean, is there, is, there, is there anything I can do to charm him to not be so worried? <laughs> well, luckily, the hard success is enough for him to, to know that he's got a chance at a sale here. Okay. And he's like, ah, yes, but of course, hold on, let me get my ladder. And he brings a little and step And I'm really ladder. trying to turn on the, the credit rating charm, so to speak. It's like, mother always uh, despised this sort of thing, but um, I, I, what can I say? I have a weakness for things from around the globe. She insists on decorating Eagle's Grange and in, in trappings and heraldry of ages gone by, but Just I tell you, it's a great nose. big world out there. Yeah, you blow <laughs> your nose with a hundred dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah, like really show off like some cufflinks or. Uh, uh, yes, no, of course. I uh, let me uh, let me reach for you. And he climbs it and he's pointing. He's like this one. <laughs> no, 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 old boy. Uh, just to the, uh, um, my good man, just to the left. Yes, that's the one. As uh, I'm glancing one over at Tillinghast, to right. see if we can yeah, I'll just tip in. And so Tilling asked, uh, let's start with a stealth. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, uh, oh. A two. A two? Yeah. What? An extreme Ghost. success. Yep. Okay. Uh, wow. With an extreme success, I'm going to say that you can roll a spot hidden both behind the counter and take a peek into the back room. Okay. Whoa. Guys, don't get <laughs> too excited. Ex- the spot hidden is not great. Again, okay, with you. one eye. You do, have, you do have luck. I rolled a 28. My spot hidden is a 25. I'm going to spend three. Get it down there, baby. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, did I say left? I did mean right. Um, it's it's that one. Right here. Um, yes. <laughs> he smiles. I'm sorry. Like, is that just out of reach? Oh, I'm a beast. No, no, oh, you must okay. think me terrible, boy. Just bef- let me know. Is it this one right here? Yes, the one. Uh, now, I'm sorry. Uh, you're pointing at the one that you, you're saying I said it was. Hey, all right. Just uh, one moment, please. And uh, you, meanwhile, Carter, begin looking. And. You take a peek behind the curtain, like maybe you're, I imagine you sidle up to it, mm-hmm. and he's so distracted and upset at the game that Vaughn's playing uh, that you're able to push the curtain back and look, and you see a room that is almost identical uh, to in size to the one you're in that has like a small little kitchenette, uh, a mat on the floor, uh, a bed. There's some clothing lying about. It looks like a... Like a suit, like an, uh, not a mm-hmm. nice suit, but a suit that you'd wear out, uh, much different than the outfit that he's wearing. Um, and uh, another little door that is a jar that looks like it leads to a bathroom. With your successful spot hidden that you used your uh, luck to hit, you also look down and you see there is this like dip in the rug behind the counter that just seems a little weird like it's a dip with a a slight U-shaped 
like impression sticking mm-hmm. out from the dip. Yeah. Is there a way to just kind of nudge it with my foot? Kind You'd of have nudge. to go behind the counter right now. You're kind of standing uh, at the edge of the counter. Okay. Uh, but you did roll an extreme success if you want to try and like kick the rug out of place. I do. Okay. You kick the rug out of place, really sticking your neck out here, uh, and sure enough, you see a trap door. Right behind the counter. Is there a key? Uh, is it a lot? Is it like a padlock or something on it? Uh, there is a place in which to insert a key. A key. All right, and we said the keys around his neck, right? Or there's there a key is around his neck. A key around his right. neck. Is it the key? Perhaps we'll find out after this word from our sponsor. You kick the rug away, and you see a trap door in the floor with a single keyhole in it. You look over and you see Vaughn give you a look. He's got this guy under control, but for how long? And we leave that scene and we come back to Margot and Feyruz. Cop told you, let it go. And you're on the docks. <laughs> yeah, we're like on the docks with mustaches and binoculars, like just laying on, on our and bellies. Flowery dresses. All these heavy boxes. We're like, yes, girly things. Long flowery dresses and mustaches. <laughs> yes. Uh, awesome. All right, so you go down to the docks. To the docks. Um, all right, so you, you're able to get the information you need to find out where Emerson Imports is. It's in a long, narrow building right along the Hudson River just beyond Hell's Kitchen. Um, and you see there are, you're looking through your binoculars, and there are loading docks at both ends of the building. So the building runs parallel to the river, and there's a loading dock at one end and a loading dock uh, at the other. You're watching, and uh, you see workers coming in and out, um, and uh, a boat taking off, uh, like right when you arrived. Uh, depending on how long you stay there, maybe another boat will arrive. Uh, Do we see the names of the boats? Uh, yeah, give me a spot hidden for that first boat. Okay, let me try. 32 under 62. Almost a hard. 32 under 62. Okay, that first boat, uh, it looked like it was uh, like some Japanese name. And what about the second one? Second one hasn't come yet. Uh, I'll let you okay. know if while you're watching, another one will come. Um, okay. How close do you get? Are you able to? Are you looking inside, or are you just kind of casing the exterior for now? I would think, and and talk with me on this, uh, so I also get your opinion. I yeah. would think that we would spend some time outside, just getting the ins and outs, seeing if they're like how many people are on shift. Mm-hmm. Um, how many boat? How often boats are coming in and out? Uh, also, is this like a, a warehouse situation where, like, they're they're loading and unloading? But is there like a warehouse where all of these things are stored for a certain amount of time? Um, okay, that sort of situation before going in. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you're watching that boat took off. I'd say about an hour and a half later. Um, During that time, you see, uh, like, a bunch of big guys will come out every once in a while and load crates onto a truck. 
and the truck takes off. And then like 20 minutes later, more guys will come out, load crates onto a truck. Um, while you're watching, you do notice that all the crates say the name of, uh, the import it says emerson imports on them they're all identical crates they load them on a truck truck takes off so you're watching that but an hour and a half of watching that over and over again uh another boat comes in uh when it does as the boat arrives you see uh several of these uh heavies uh standing there waiting helping the the boat uh grabbing ropes and shit to tie it to the dock and then a foreman comes out. Looks like a foreman. Uh, he's an older guy, maybe in his 50s. Uh, just kind of barking orders and telling people what to do. Um, and that boat is there for uh, at least an hour, unloading and loading. Can we get a look at where that, or the name of the ship or where it's from? Yeah, give me another spot hidden. Okay. That is a 72 under 80. 72 under 80. Uh, it looks to be... Uh, it looks to be... Uh, what what languages do you speak? Um, That's always great. Let's see. I think Arabic, English. I think that's it. Arabic and English? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you don't recognize, uh, this language. It might be, maybe Greek, but you're not 100% sure. And so it doesn't, you can't, you can't read it, but it's certainly not African. It's English alphabets, but just in a language I'm not familiar with. Yeah, but you also see, like, fucking... Greek has extra characters. Yeah. Yeah. Little flourishes. Some flourishes and, and stuff. Um... So yeah, and again, uh, depending on how long you wait, that boat will eventually take off. Um, Besides the foreman, how many men are we looking at as a as a crew? A dozen, crew? a dozen, a dozen maybe. Um, now you're sitting there watching. You see a car pull up. Uh, somebody go in, and uh, the the foreman comes out, shakes the person's hand, uh, welcomes them inside. Fifteen minutes later, that person leaves. What does uh, the car look like? Uh, it was uh, a white Cadillac. I, I'm assuming Margot snapping photos. Not from this distance, honestly. Oh, shoot. Okay, or marking down She's whatever drawing. we can see. Just making down, models. And, and honestly, like none of this is like evidence of anything no. yet. Yeah. Um, I'd like to get into that warehouse. Or if a boat comes that has a name that we recognize from our notes. Um, or like one of the pictures, like the name of the boat in the picture that's like H-A, maybe R, like if we see that. Um, oh yeah, that was one of the one of the early things you saw um, where it looked like there were buildings in the background that didn't look like it Photograph, was... Photograph, yacht, and boats. Yeah, there it is. Oh, with like the jumpers. How, how many um, how many entrances to the to this warehouse? Uh, looks like there's one entrance on the north side, one entrance on the south side that you can see, and then you can obviously get the, get in from the docks. I wonder, I wonder if we can sneak in and get. I mean, like it'd be it'd be great to find these boxes and look in them, but if we sneak into the foreman's room, if that's where the stuff is 
held and get like the manifests or whatever. Yes, and see where they're coming from, what's on those ships,、mm-hmm. who they're being sent from. Yes, and where. So I think while we're looking at everything else, I feel like we're also mainly focusing on when. How can we find a window to get into the building, like a window of time that seems safe? Yeah, to sneak、ish. in. Okay.、Um, one thing you noticed is that whenever a boat arrives, that arrival time seems to bring everybody to the docks. Out of the warehouse,、uh, even the foreman is the one directing. So, if you wait long enough, and another boat comes, that could be an opportunity to try and sneak inside from like the opposite entrance. Yeah, we just saw where they all came out of. So maybe if we get in position, yep, wait for another boat to come. Let's do it. Great. I brought a deck of cards in case we get bored. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually, that boat leaves. You wait another hour and a half, so now we're overlapping、uh, into the time that、uh, it's probably getting to be the end of the day, and you might be even worried if another boat is going to show up today. Is it a nine to five type situation? Luckily, after two hours of waiting, another boat comes up. All the guys、That's、come out. Foreman comes up. You two race towards the other entrance into the building. How are you getting in? You gonna stealth? You gonna just sneak in and use this diversion and hope that no one else is around? What do you think? Well, dep- I'm guessing this is a large warehouse, so it's there it's pretty big. So I would, me personally, I would just run just to get in there as fast as I can because they probably, with all the hubbub going on, probably won't be able to hear us anyway. Plus, fake mustaches. Also, that.、Mm-hmm. there you go.、Right. Are you、so、guys both under、up. the same trench coat? <laughs> yes. We found a third person on the way <laughs> to be our third man in the trench coat. So you just you see that boat coming in. You time it, time it, time it, and you hustle towards that entrance.、Uh, you get to the door. It's open. You slip inside, and this warehouse is just one gigantic room.、Uh, the ceiling's about fifty, sixty feet tall, and it's just stacks and stacks and stacks, forklifts everywhere, and just crates upon crates of all sizes, small to、uh, they could fit an elephant,、uh, all emblazoned with the logo for Emerson Imports. On the far end,、uh, like what would be the Uh, east side of the room, there is a、uh, staircase leading up to what looks like an、uh, office that can oversee the entire warehouse. Give me a spot hidden. All right. I rolled a twenty-two under eighty. Two under sixty-two. Oh shit! Here we go. Stream and a hard.、Uh, you feel a hundred percent confident that there is no one in that office right now. Let's do Let's it. Let's go. Take some photos of uh, any any uh, documents that we can find. Yep. Let's go straight for the documents. All right. You go、of- straight up that staircase into the office, and when you get up there, you're able to look out at the windows, and you see all of the dock workers. Grabbing the ropes from the giant boat coming in, helping them、uh, 
put it to dock. I don't know boat, boat terms. Boat words. Boat, boat, boaty boat stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, again, that foreman uh, directing things. He just kind of turns back to look at the office, and maybe you'd have to duck down real quick. Uh, and then you peek up, and you see he's busy again. But for how long? What do you want to do in this office? Uh, it's no computer. There's just file cabinets. Uh, I, I, if, if there's file cabinets, I want to look for Juju House to see if there's any, uh, or under um, Silas's name, to see if there's um, any records of what's come into his shop. Okay. Uh, so uh, first case is like A through F. Uh, and then uh, G through uh, J. And so you got, go all the way to the back, and you find a folder for Juju House. Um, inside uh, of the folder is a uh, just a list of numbers that probably don't make any sense to you, um, and then just a list upon lists of items that are as bland as can possibly be. So, for example, that mask that you saw when he was like, ooh, uh, that might have some really cool name. It would just say, brown mask. And so the list is nondescript like that, of things. Um, but you do notice that every uh Thing is being sent from the same place. Um, it appears very quickly that uh, this guy Emerson, who owns Emerson Imports, uh, looks like his name is Arthur Emerson. He is the U.S. agent uh, for a Mombasan exporter named Aja Singh. Um, and everything that comes in to Emerson Imports from Mombasa, uh, from this uh Exporter named Aja Singh goes directly to Juju House. Well, here's a lead. Uh, so, like, lay the files out, take a picture. Um, is there anything in here about Aja Singh? Um, if you look under S for Aja Singh, nothing. You look under A, nothing. All right, well, we can start here. Are there, um, is there any sort of like serial number, things that these boxes are in, in the warehouse stowed away in some sort of order that maybe we can take a peek if we know where to look? Um, it is, I think if you took these, these papers, if you wanted to steal these papers, for example, uh, and then spend some time with them, you might be able to figure out a system that you could cross-reference. But the warehouse is so massive, uh, with the time that you think that you have here, it would be hard to be like, ah, row 12, box 3, and just go down there um, like you're at Costco. This would be uh, a little more difficult because they have their own system. Okay. Can we, well, like, see or deduce, like, when the next shipment for them is coming in? Uh, yeah. Give me a library use. Okay. And I'm oh, wondering... And either of you can si- do that. Sure. I'm also wondering oh. at the same time that this is happening, if one of us can go run outside and see where this boat's coming from. Rolling rocks, 13 under 30. That's a hard success for library use. Oh, yeah. 13 under oh, 30. Yeah. What I was did. the question? I did not. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> um, can we deduce from like these notes, or like, is it written down like when the next shipment for Juju House is coming ah, in? Ah, when the next shipment for Juju House is coming in. All right, so thirteen out of thirty, hard success. Uh, 
Yeah, you quickly look and you find a, a list of uh, past shipments, and it seems like they always come in on the first or the second of the month. So, February first or February second would be the next delivery. Um, you see, the last delivery was signed for on January second, and it was uh, sent to Juju House care of Silas Nakwane. Well, that means we've got another shipment coming in in a week. In about a week, yeah. Is there anything about Makunga Madari in here? Look, under M, covers both his first and last name, and you do not see a file from Makunga Madari. Quick look of the notes directly related to Juju House and uh, Aja Singh and all this stuff. No, no mention of Makunga Madari. Everything is being sent to uh, care of Silas Nakwane. For shits and giggles, give me one more spot hidden. Okay. As you're just like really taking in the whole room, is there anything we're missing here? I rolled a twelve under eighty. You guys, I'm too hyper focused on other stuff. I got a seventy one over sixty two. Yeah, you're in the zone looking at all these papers. Is twelve extreme or hard? Uh, I believe it is extreme. That's extreme. Yeah, that's extreme. Yeah, it should have been under twenty. I don't know why I go to extremes. Great Billy Joel song. Uh, are, are there Great Billy Joel songs? Darling, I, I don't know why I go to... That should be the theme... That's the new theme song for Time for Chaos. Oh, <laughs> uh, please, no. <laughs> you notice... <laughs> a business card lying on Arthur Emerson's desk for Jackson Elias. <gasps> Author... <laughs> Dead guy. Do you see this? Currently, currently, it's printed on the card too. What the hell? Why is this on his desk right now? I take a picture. Must have been that Mr. Elias has met this person before. I feel like my wheels are turning too fast right now to be able to make sense of this, but it's just um, take a photo of it. Take a photo of it. Click takes a photo. Why was he here? Um, was he here before and just didn't think to mention this place? All right, get these boxes out of here, guys. Come on, get them up where they need to go. We've got to go. Back in the trench coat. Let's go. Let's go. Back in the trench coat. Get back in the coats. Boat jogging, boat jogging. <laughs> Bad warehouse shipping jogging as well. Docks and moors. Casting off ship jogging. Crates <laughs> and such. Starboard in port, let's go! <laughs> and you guys fucking bolt out of there. It. With a little information. I feel like I just have more questions. I know. We follow your feet as they scurry out of Emerson Imports. And your feet turn into the feet of Carter Tillinghast, who has slyly moved the rug behind the counter at Juju House while Vaughn is distracting yes. the two mm-hmm. hours so that have passed of them waiting for the boat to show up <laughs> this has is been in two real hours time. of Vaughn being like, no, my left <laughs> it may, this may not be totally simultaneously um, what is what do you guys what do you guys want to do here? You've, you found us information. Do you, do you call it a day here? What do you do? Well, I obviously want to cover it back up because Carter never leaves a trace 
Okay. Uh, I think that's easy enough to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling over that extreme success on the stealth that you are just yeah. like you're in you're in the pocket right now, <laughs> just <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. looking back the there. Yes, yes, my good man. That's the that's the one. Ah. Yes, you've 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 grasped. It. Ah, thank you. Ah. He's sweating. Ah, I'm very old. Um, <laughs> this is a beautiful piece. Can, would you like it wrapped? Hmm. Uh, Yes, of course. If you could uh, be so good as to wrap that up. All right. Yeah, lovely little operation you've got here. Thank you. And he yeah, walks. Carter, Carter's pretty sure. There's, I mean, there's a trapdoor. It's clearly not going to open. Uh, he backs off to get away from, you know, back around the counter. Um, yeah, he has to kind of like sidle past you to get back behind the counter and gives you a, an eye as he does so. This is just all fantastic stuff. I, I gotta, I gotta say, I'm no connoisseur, but some of this stuff, man, what culture! Yes, pay no attention to my valet. We're um, uh, just in town for a very brief while. No, I'm his, um, I'm his butler. Hmm. <laughs> to- tomato, tomato, as you might say, Master Stevie. Thank you, thank you. That's very nice of both of you. Um, now, right. as a connoisseur myself, yes. I'm curious if... if um, now, I know that um, uh, establishments like this get your wares from somewhere, and of course overseas. Uh, I'm just curious if for an aficionado, such as myself, only in time for but a few months, really, um, when might I come in and pay a call on you again to get uh, first dibs on your next shipment? Ah, well... Uh, we get new shipments in uh, at the beginning of each month. I usually am able to restock within the week. So were you to come back in uh, first week of February, towards the end of the week, I, I should have some things, some new pieces, as it were. Uh, it is very kind of you to come and uh, purchase my goods uh, May I ask, you are not from here. What brings you to New York? Oh, it's only, um, I wish I could have a better answer than to say it's for, uh, um, business, of course. I'm in, I'm in finance, you see, finance, and, uh, I'm just, um, meeting up with some, uh, acquaintances of mine who work on your Wall Street. Impregnable and august institution that it is and shall never fail. <laughs> ah, yes, and your butler, your valet... Ballot. Ballot, yes. yes. It's my body, man. There's a dog's body in general factotum for anything that I, uh, anything I require. Um, yeah. I'm curious, uh, now this, um, this little, uh, uh, artifact you've given me is a very, very choice indeed, and she'll find a, she'll find pride of place in my, my home, I assure you. But, um, I do have rather a weakness for, uh, arms and armor. Do you have any weapons here? Weapons. Uh, anything we sell here is uh, mostly ceremonial in nature. The blades have been dulled uh, to protect the customers. I suppose you yes, could. But anything uh, you keep uh, behind the counter, so to speak, away from the sticky fingers of uh, oh, those no, who might be a little too tempted? It would be useless in my arthritic hands, as you mm. can see. I would, it would, it would do me no good. I have heard that, uh, some of my customers have taken, uh, uh, for example, uh, that spearhead. It would not even, uh, uh, dull the flesh of an infant, but you could sharpen it and it could, uh, be used to 
cause harm to any babes or to uh, beat off anyone in particular. <laughs> so, um, right, well, it's your uh, spear. Just, um, just curious, you understand, if there were, you had any anything anything back no, there that's no. uh, for perhaps more rarefied taste. I will be honest, it is, it is, if I have too much of that stuff in my place, it tends to reinforce the stereotypes of my people as if we are just savages who use blade to conquer our foes. We are much more than that, as you can see from my collection of curios. Yes, indeed. And you've been uh, very kind uh, to uh, to show me around. Um, so I'll, I'll just... Um, and I'll pay for this object. And I will really actually purchase it. And, okay. Um, and you, you got, got the this, money. Uh, he reaches under the desk and he pulls out a uh, ledger. He slaps the ledger on top of the... Uh, counter. It shatters. No. Uh, puts it down. <laughs> Fuck. Where's my man. spear? Uh, no, he puts it down on the counter and he opens it up and he's like, alright. Takes the money from you. And it's expensive. It's like, I don't know what would be crazy expensive, but let's say it's like $75. That's probably like Good pretty Lord. expensive. Jesus. Talk you down somewhere. It's a king's uh, ransom. What um, is he's got this big, big, thick ledger and he flips over the pages and uh, just records. Uh, cash takes the cash and... Uh, wraps it up nicely in some newspaper and then sticks it in a paper bag uh, and says, uh, thank you. I uh, hope it brings you uh, as much joy as it did me. Is there any way to quickly glance at any other names in that ledger? Right, yeah. yeah. I want to spot hidden and see if there's any, if there's a name or anything interesting in there. That... Yeah, you can try a spot hidden. I mean, it's a big-ass ledger. It's something you'd really want to, if you want to dig into it, you need to get your hands on it. Yeah, I guess um, it would have to be on the page it was open to. Yeah, like, any... he was flipping through it so fast, I I don't think even an extreme success would give you any information. It's upside down and written in small handwriting. Okay. You're like, there's the address of the killer! No, it's not that. I mean, really I, gotta I, break I into this Jonathan place, man. Cthulhu. Jonathan. Wait a minute, this goes all the way to the top. <laughs> um, uh, Jonathan Cthulhu. Um, he's untouchable. Yeah, it's just I, I another did, thing, I, not unlike the key on his neck. Just spot hidden hard. Yeah, good. Did you do a hard spot hidden? I rolled uh, twenty six under seventy five. Uh, well, this is what I'll tell you. That looked like it contained a lot of information. A lot more stuff was written in there than could be like his lifetime sales. Right. There's a lot of stuff in there. Now, it might be the... You don't know, obviously, what happened over at Emerson Imports, but it could be uh, the reverse list, the receiving list, as well as who knows what else. Yes. Very well. All right. Does Um, does sleight of hand work on, on things hanging around people's necks? Probably not, right? That would not work. It, it could. I mean, sleight of hand does, uh, it sounds like an all-encompassing skill for magicians, but I mean, it, it, it could work. Um, the trouble with that is if it fails. 
And if it fumbles, um, if it fails, it could just be a fail. You got to swipe it. But if it fumbles or if you push it and fail, that's when bad things could happen. But it's certainly not crazy. Might be a hard success. Guys, let's try it. Oh, my God. Well, he's what's he going to do? He's 70. <laughs> Tell all his friends to come beat us up. I can murder us. Well, they don't, he doesn't know who we are. I guess not. You, Vaughn, you didn't give him his real name, right? Because no. otherwise you'd be going against... I've established you as Stevie. I'm Steve. Yes. <laughs> My valet and I are on a first name basis. Um, egalitarian and all that, you know. Um, he brotherhood, you brotherhood of man. A crimson inspector is haunting Europe, etc., etc. Yeah. <laughs> so, so maybe while he's he's leaning over, like you know, just I don't know what ah, fuck it, I don't know how to just pull. He's leaning off over to write in the ledger, and, and the key like dangles. Uh, I see it. It's shining, and it's reflecting in Carter's porcelain eye. <laughs> I'm gonna try it. Okay. Sixty-one under sixty-six. Regular success. That's regular. Now, if you're saying to me, sir, that I need <laughs> to do more, I'm willing to blow some luck here. Do it. Do it. I uh, say that a hard success would you'd be able to pull this off with no complications. Okay, so I the need only to get... one being how long until he figures out it's gone. Right. Right. All right. So let's see. I rolled sixty-one. What did I say? Sixty-one. I didn't sixty-one and sixty-six. Yeah, sixty-one under sixty-six. So I would need to get it down to thirty-three, right, for hard. Larry Bird. That's right. R.I.P. Even though he's still alive. Mm-hmm. Um. His face, though, has gone full. It's, it's just made of pillows. No. <laughs> you can barely see his eyes. It's got a cauliflower just, face. It's just full. It's just like a series of throw pillows <laughs> that I put on a baggy <laughs> suit. I love him. Um, so you've got to spend like uh, what twenty eight? I can't do the math that quickly. I can't do the math either. So I was stalling. Twenty eight. Talk. Twenty eight. Thank you. Twenty eight. Yep. And obviously, forty three minus twenty eight would be. Uh, I don't do you. math when I'm not at work. Uh, it's 15. 15, yeah. Okay. 15? All right, mm-hmm. so you got 15 luck left. But what a great use of it, because you are able to explain... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk so, me so, through what you do. So he he leans over, and suddenly... This is ridiculous. Carter sees, like, the con man matrix, right? So you see, like, sees all the different vectors to, like, get in and, like comes over here but kind of distracts like does something over here oh he you know what he does he like he accidentally drops something like he 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 slides something off the counter so it kind of like and he yeah. looks and then yeah and then a little how you do on the back a little how you do on the front mm. and uh got it doesn't replace it I feel like an extreme success would be the Indiana Jones like I right. put a different key put a different key on it right or uh, something that weighs exactly, exactly the same amount the same. as that key yeah. Uh, but yeah, you are he, you you create this diversion. He looks and you just deftly oh. remove the key. Okay, cool. This has been a successful trip for all four of you so far. Uh, well, Stevie, we should really get going. Um, 
Yes, I think you've uh, upset our friend and knocked enough things on his floor. I'm so sorry, sir. That, I'm sure. Yeah, that was just uh, no, that's that's okay. a stern reprimand from from me. Stevie's um, going to well, give me the belt. <laughs> he jests, of course. Or does he? I don't. Well, I really um, don't. We'll, uh, we'll be on our way. Or does he? Uh, <laughs> he's All just right, please beat me off. Oh my god, get <laughs> going. He just smiles and says, "Please come again." Oh, we might. And you leave. Do you go? <laughs> you just like say uh, goodbye. Enjoy. Thank you for the story. And then go right back into the no, pawn shop. Why would we go into the pawn shop? <laughs> like I can't explain to you how close these doors. Are, I know. No, it's, right. I think, great scene. Yeah, heading back to our not. apartment. We nailed it. I stole his key. <laughs> yes, I, I saw you perform that little maneuver. Amazing. I, I oh. didn't think you'd get away from it. My heart. Leapt out of my chest. Carter's back, baby. I'm feeling it. What else can we steal? (laughs) Did you see anything while I had the man just turned about? Oh, bro. Hold on. I'll just wait. I'll tell everybody when we're all together. 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 And we leave there and we go back to the Waldorf. And now it's nighttime. It's eight o'clock at night. You have a meeting tomorrow. You got a message when you arrive. Uh, Ramsey has set up a meeting with Erica Carlisle's lawyer, Bradley Gray. Uh, the meeting is at 10 a.m. sharp at his office. We really need to stop scheduling meetings during prime hangover time. Yeah, so <laughs> anyway, guys, we're in the store, right? Vaughn is just barraging this man. Is that a verb? Hitting, yeah. he just... No. You're burying him under niceties. He's getting him to pick something to the left, to the right, whatever. I kick a rug at the same time. Discover trap motherfucking door in that place. That's where it's happening. That's where it's all going down. And not only that, ladies, I don't want to blow your minds. I got the key. <gasps> the key on his neck? That's right. Favors shoves you and goes, Ow. shut up. Pull away. Fuck Elaine. did. Shut up. Shut up. Yes, do not <laughs> underestimate the deft and dexterous fingers of uh, of Carter Tillinghast. Right, exactly. I'm not going to mm-hmm. go where I was going to go. Yes, I've got this key, and should we make a copy? I don't really know. I feel like it's already gone. It's not like I'm going to go back and like put it back around his neck. Mm-hmm. We could, if it was, if it was a. Uh, surreptitiously left and perhaps he wouldn't believe it was stolen and, ah good point alright we're gonna make a copy of this put the place under guard or something yeah maybe we can ask the the bellboy who I've been talking with a lot lately about uh, the, the fire department knows I've got it. Uh, <laughs> it's New York City all those noises work yeah so uh, so anyway what'd you guys find what happened at the with, with all your adventures oh yes and we also found out he gets a shipment at the beginning of every month we oh, found out right. the same thing. We found out the oh, same thing after rolling lots of rolls. And there was a dude who took a payout. Yes. And we believe it may have been Robeson himself. Yeah. He, he is definitely paying off the local authorities. Well, we found out the specific exporter of these goods that are coming in to the Juju house come from a place called Azure Singh Exporters. Hmm. Okay, all right. We also found out what you found out through many rolls. The shipments come on the first or the second. Um, But uh, right before we left, we saw on the foreman's desk 
Jackson Elias's business card. Elias, it preceded us at this, um, Emerson Imports. But I don't recall him ever mentioning it in any of his notes that we've, like, found or been given so far. Well, his room got raided. Who knows what all the pertinent stuff might have gotten taken. And, if you know, a lot of the letters that we have is before he came back, so... I'm both troubled and... And encourage that we seem to be walking in his footsteps. Yeah. And that we are apparently on the right trail, but it is a trail that leads rather bloody ends. Still don't know why Jackson why he had Jackson Elias's business card. Yes. I mean, did he go ask questions and then leave his card with the foreman? But then why would it be out on his desk and just open for so long? We could also maybe ask, uh, what's his name? Jonah? Who is the closer one that would have kind of uh, Jackson's notes and stuff? Ramsey, probably. Well, Jonah had all those letters, and Jonah kind of knew his whereabouts a little bit better, but he's sharing all that with Carter, uh, with uh, Carlton Ramsey? I can't remember. Uh So, I don't know. We could maybe corroborate something there, too, if he... Carlton. There was anything in Carlton's, yeah. I want, I, as much as I want to speak to this um, lawyer fellow and get to know more about the Carlisles, to be on the brink of gaining ingress into that secret chamber at the Juju House has, has me positively salivating. I mean, does anyone really want to sleep tonight? Maybe we Have can... we been getting any sleep regardless? Not me. So um, why start now? <laughs> oh, you want to go back to Juju? I don't know. Yes. I've been to Juju House so many goddamn times. I know. It would suck to go all the way up there and have there be another party. We can't get in. We should wait until the shipment comes in, perhaps. Won't there be more people there, though? Unloading, opening crates and stuff. And don't forget, the Dark of the Moon is this weekend. If that has any relation to anything, uh, that's Saturday and Sunday night. That was the night that he felt like most people were disappearing. I mean, we could do the thing. We could do the thing that you guys were talking about earlier today, which was wait for the lunch break and then go in. It seems that it seems oddly that the least amount of uh, personnel are around the Juju House during the light of day. Yeah. But here's Perhaps. what I think. I think that we need to go as soon as possible because he's going to notice that the key's gone. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you're saying middle of the night? Yes. <laughs> Time may be of the essence. Because either he replaces that key, or the, or he's expecting we have to go when he's while he still hasn't. But he sleeps. Remember, that it's there. I looked behind that curtain. He sleeps there. Then right? someone's what going to have see, to be like terribly, his... terribly quiet. Oh, that's real quiet. That's a curtain. I don't think that's a soundproof curtain. We don't know that he sleeps there. Only that there's bed there. where he takes his mistress. (laughs) Booty calls. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had the stink of a mistress bed. I... Yeah, you got some... uh, I don't want to say anything. I want to see what you guys do. It's so hard. I just want to say something. Bear 
some things you could do. No, but I like like saying. Um, Troy, is there is there a thing in this game called an idea roll? Idea roll, yeah. Where like if we're kind of stumped, like a dungeoneering for like. And you can give us a hint on this? Yeah, I think it's a it's an intelligence roll. Uh, oh, my Ma- Michael, correct me if I'm wrong on the chat. When you're kind of like, it's not like, why don't you just tell me the answer? It's more like, man, there's so many different things to do. We also have a ton of information. You might even know some things that you just haven't been able to put together to yet. Like so the idea roll isn't... Them, yeah. I don't like to think of it so much as a cheat. Is so much as like, well, here's something to think about. It's like something yeah. your character knows... But you don't. Like, what if you're playing a really smart character and you're not that smart? Right. Yeah. But they encourage dumb people not to play this game. It says it in the core rule book. Well, you know what? No you should have told me that before you asked me to be on this. No stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, mean, I thought I brought that in the initial email. No dummies. Yeah, I think it's an intelligence check. Um, okay. I'm really good at intelligence. I will roll the heck out of that. Maybe. Um, yep, Michael said correct. All right, you want to do it? Just we'll because we've never done it. Roles? I feel like that's reasonable enough. We're it's all sitting there going, Heck We're yes. talking in circles. Like, what, we, should, we could go tonight. We could go in the middle of the day tomorrow. Yeah. We're um, humming and hawing. Right. Who's got the intent? Do we all do it? What do we do? Um, I feel like just one of you does it. Um, well, I did like, it. There we go. I so did I. Oh. Okay. All right. Well. Um, Michael's still could... typing, so I'm waiting to see what. What's uh, an extreme success? Oh, page fifth. 199 um, of the Keepers. It's a 5%? Yeah, fifth. Fifth. Oh, not 5%, it's fifth. The oh. idea roll. Shagagunkagum. Oh, interesting. The goal of an idea roll is always to get the investigation back on track. I don't think it's off track. It's more kind of like uh, you have a uh, smorgasbord of options. Yeah, if, if this isn't the appropriate use of it, I understand. But I'm like, no, no, I, I think this nice is perfect. If the keeper never mentioned the clue, the difficulty level is regular, requiring the player to roll equal to or less than their investigation investigator's intelligence. The likelihood of winning this roll is high. It's hardly fair to expect the player to act on something they know about. If the clue is definitely mentioned but not emph- emphasized, the difficulty of the idea roll is hard. If the clue was made clear by the keeper or the players discussed it themselves, oh, shit. the difficulty level of the idea roll is extreme. Right. Um, that, that I mean, there's so fair. many different things out there, but what did you roll, Margu? Margu? Margu. Margu. Margu rolled a 20 under 70. Okay. Ding that is dong. a very close to extreme. That's a hard success. Here's what I'll say. Give yourself a moment to kind of look through your handouts and just see, is there anything you haven't investigated yet? I'm not saying there is. The second thing I'll say is one thing you guys had talked about which you still haven't really done is a full-on stakeout of the comings and goings of Juju House. You've done a from like 1.30 to 4.30 p.m. and a uh, what? Two th- to one, 1 in the morning until we got there at midnight. maybe 4 in the morning yeah. midnight to 4 in the morning um you guys were kicking around the idea of like trying to figure out if there's a more ideal time to go. You know that he takes an, uh, at least an hour lunch in the middle of the day. Is there another time uh, that might be right? But how much, if anything, has changed with the theft of the key? I think that's a good, good answer. Good survey, sir. Yeah, yeah. Good answer. Great job, keeper. Great job, keeper. You're doing a good job, pal. Um. <laughs> Wow, okay. 
just looking, I mean, to say look at your handouts is <laughs> quite know. daunting because there's literally so a million rude. of them. Um, <laughs> you know, it's fun. I added a dictionary and pick a word. Off, the, I added off, the t- <laughs> off top, though, I see the flyer for the yep. something we never really pursued because we figured it was kind of out of our purview was this flyer for the professorial discussion of the cult of darkness mm-hmm. in Polynesia in the Southwest Pacific by by um, Professor Anthony Cowles, PhD, who is apparently Australian, but works at Arkham, which I think is why we didn't pursue it, because we'd already missed his lecture. He is a guest uh, lecturer on uh, at uh, Miskatonic University. Yeah. Um, we never really chased him up a tree. I but guess he definitely has him. to be. He's Australian, right? Because Troy would have to do an accent. Yeah. Well, right. I mean, we, Everyone knows we, I do a pitch-perfect Australian accent. So we have to talk to him. Um, so I guess we could call that guy. That's that's That that pops out. As yeah, because that lecture, it, if you found that sheet, uh, I, who gave that to you? Was it Ramsey or Kensington? I can't remember. Yeah, One I of them it was, gave it to you. It was in... Um, in uh, Elias's effects. Right. So you think this is a lecture that Elias was interested in and already went to? Because uh, doesn't it say to like him. tonight or something? Doesn't right? It says tonight it? only. Yeah, yeah, tonight only. So you assume he already did it, but yeah, maybe that professor's worth uh, trying to get in touch with. You got to <laughs> go to Boston or call. Um, you also spoke with the. You called Harvard, so you could easily call Miskatonic. Right. There's also I was looking through the handouts earlier today. Um, Faraz Najjar, who sent a letter, I think, to Carlisle before Carlisle Expedition left America for London before going to Egypt. And he claimed to be in possession of singular curios, quote-unquote, which he believes would be of great interest to the expedition. And he's that was kind Egypt, of like something right? we never... Oh, yeah, the, the letter on the top Right, said Cairo, Egypt. So I'm assuming that's where the letter came from. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, these letters. I'm imagining yeah, it's, maybe it's, they uh, pointed him okay. to M. Warren Bassard. He was writing the Carlisle. Yeah. Um. Yeah. M. Oh, Warren. Like oh, the Bassard guy. Bassard's the one that wrote it. That said, Faraz. Yeah. Najar uh, has singular curios, which he believes will be great interest to him. Well, by the way, I've shown some more photos of you. I, I shown uh, you can see Hilton Adams now, Millie Adams, uh, Rebecca Schosenberg. If I didn't already show you her, and Art Mills too. Um, oh, I guess. Oh, and I mean, Silas it- Nakwane. Here, I'll show you Silas, Silas Nakwane. They have pictures for everybody. Oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah, I mean, it seems like our, our crew really wants to take action, but it seems like more investigation is maybe of the of order to either we could both stake out. Juju House and to see its full 24 hour um, schedule and also get in touch with this Miskatonic professor. I think the stakeout is definitely necessary, but I think yeah. we're just running so long. Like, he's going to notice that that key's gone. Yeah, that's right. the only. We got we to gotta go. S- but maybe on that stakeout, if we find some sort of small window. Right. If, if he leaves, take advantage exactly. of the opportunity knocks. Exactly. The other ticking clock, uh, is, in addition to the dark of the moon, if that's relevant, is uh, Hilton if Adams. That's relevant. H- Hilton Adams execution. Also that. <laughs> oh yeah. And do we, we have a date on that, or is it just imminent? No, it's imminent. Yeah. We don't know for sure, but any if day he now. isn't exonerated, he will die, and you we feel, especially evidence. after talking to him, that yeah, he's innocent. 
All right. And we so can't go to we can't go to pool and just be like we saw this detective guy that we can vaguely describe take we gotta, money. We yeah. gotta find like the murder weapon and bring it to him. Yeah. Um, so like it's the wrench. What in the I, library? As much as I uh, as much as I detest um, cooling my heels in that uh, abandoned uh, pawn facility, uh, it seems as though that may be the order of the evening. I have um, a question. Why are we meeting with Erica's lawyer tomorrow and not her? She doesn't want to meet with us her, yet. Her demand, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, Ramsey said it was the. If you want to even have a chance to talk to Erica, uh, he had to go through the lawyer. Uh, so the lawyer will kind of basically deem if you're worthy of speaking to her. I'm pretty sure I could convince him. Yeah, we'll see. Not too worried about that. <laughs> 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 Is this your card? Perhaps we can stake out Juju and Shifts. Yes. Okay. We'll shift yeah. Juju. Uh, Juju shift action, John. We'll shift action, John. <laughs> uh, do you want to? All right. So it's what time is it? I say it's now. It's like six o'clock. Um, yeah, it's like right. It's six six in the evening. Seven o'clock now. Yeah. You actually, you didn't see when you got there at midnight. There was already a dude out, but. It wasn't until around one that, you know, mm-hmm. they one one thirty is when they shut the door. So, who knows? You might get like the window we're speaking about maybe right now. Mm-hmm. I'm down for a stakeout. Yeah, it's yeah. Sure. It's back to Harlem. Stakeout. Back to Harlem. Are we all going to go overnight, or are we going to do shifts? Because there's also, I mean, if we're going to stay here until we find more things out, some someone will have to be here while we're meeting with the lawyer. That's true. And also, you know, I don't want to be the guy that's thinking about the audience. But, but are we going to the Juju house too many times? Are we just like smashing? No. Like, are we just beating no a dead such horse? Thing. Who okay. cares about no, the audience? I don't know. I'm They're just thinking here, about, man. like, you know, the entertainment factor. I am no, not good. just some dancing puppets. Well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Any angry messages are going to be sent in DMs to Troy directly, so we don't have to worry yep. about it. Yeah, All the hell comes towards me. Why are you being funny you know and mean in this one? <laughs> uh, I keep thinking that, like, if this was 2022, what I'd want to do is rent a car and just park it outside the Juju house to keep an eye on it that way. Um, I don't know if that's something that's even available to do. I think that's it is. Google Automobiles the origin exists, of Hertz. And yeah. you're rich. Um, you know, we I've been kind of glossing over how Would you're even getting uptown. Conspicuous? It may be, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. At least, at least we makes just, for a quick well, listen, getaway. we just slap a different sticker on it every. I you like know, the idea of us having a battle car. Yes. <laughs> battle car is cool. Well, we in, need in, a getaway van. In the interest of, of haste, and especially in the ticking clock of him, of Silas discovering the key is gone and changing the lock or something is. Yeah. Or just yeah. having a spare, and, right? You know, it could be something. Keep keep thinking about between this app and the next app. I think with your credit rating, you would have access to a car if you wanted one, or at least could procure a car. Uh, it's a bitch to park though um, <laughs> in the city. However, if that's something you want to do, I think that's something we could do. Great. So roll so, fifty and drive for auto, just so everyone knows. <laughs> oh, good. Someone has a license. Uh, can you? Are you guys going all four now, or or what's the plan? Well, here's the so here's the thing with the shifts. If we go in shifts, I feel like the one, you know, we just keep giving each other the key just in case. Mm -hmm. But that would also mean that if for whatever reason it's 6.30 p.m., he leaves to go grab a a, a gyro, you know, (laughs) we're going to want to jump in there. But it's just going to be one person. 
So I don't know if we pair it off at least. But do we want one person to just sort of like sneak into the trap door where the cult chills out? We still need one person in case shit happens. Yeah. Should be in we twos. can't like leave you at alone least. and then you get exactly. like that's that's offed. my point. Yeah. And then we don't know what happened to you. Yeah. I say you hypothetically. Yeah, I don't know why you bring why uh, <laughs> Um Yeah, so alright, so at least pairs. So who wants to go to the lawyer meeting? I wanna go to Juju House. I'll go to the lawyer meeting. I will do either. Um, I feel like I don't know what to say to the lawyer. What we're trying to do is to interview uh, Madam Erica Carlyle and get access to her papers. Yeah, I feel like it's like like cluing her into um, we have hot intel that some of the members of the Carlyle party were spotted decidedly not dead around the world, namely Hong Kong. I forgot which guy was found there. Or, or Jackson, in one of his letters, I think, said he saw at least one of the... Jack Brady. Was it Jack Brady? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and just sort of get her on board with what's going on. Right. Uh, um, yes, I, I, I will... I, will, I, I want to go to the Juju house in case we can get in there. And I want to take a picture, or I can just give my camera to whoever's there. But we can we can shift it. Like you guys, like if whoever wants to talk to Erica can can do Juju House first. You know, like if we're if we're shifting back and forth. Yes. Um. All right. Some uh, anyone who wants to can be at Juju House by seven o'clock tonight. Um. We can all go to start, and then. Yeah. Okay, let's, do let's just do that for the sake of moving things along. Yeah. No one has to be. You have no other plans right now. Uh, it's, it might be too late to try and call Miskatonic and get this professor on the phone. Uh, it might be weird. And uh, at any point, the people that are going to go to that meeting can be like, "All right, you guys got this," and go back to the Waldorf to get some sleep for your ten a.m. meeting. Great. So you head back there. Call, call. Welcome to Call of Juju House. Call of Juju House. <laughs> You slide back in to your pawn shop, your abandoned pawn shop, and you get to the back door and you peek. We get a group luck roll, Kate, if you could give me your luck. I assume you actually, Rob, you might have the worst luck, yeah. I do, definitely. Are you sure? What's yours? Oh, yeah. I spent like all of it to steal Well, what is it? It's 15. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. So watch me just crush this real quick. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, one die says zero, zero. Okay. The other one says one. That's you a 100. A one? No, yeah. wait, was it? Wait, no, zero, 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 if you rolled a zero, zero, and a zero, that's yeah, a yeah. one. You rolled a one. You did crush it. You did it. You did oh it. Oh, my God. Turning against you magnificent bastard. It's like turning around and not facing, like, the basketball hoop and just, like, chucking it behind yeah. you. You know the difference between you and me? I mean, do I need good. to... I don't want to move the computer. I almost want to no, move it No, I trust you. I trust you. Of course. Uh, especially the way you were like, what is this? Is this a... Um, <laughs> 
Okay, all right. So, interesting. Great. Critical You get in there, you slide that door open with ease. Here's what I'm going to say what happens. You're not there for 10 minutes when you see a man that you don't recognize uh, come down Ransom Court uh, in all haste. Uh, African-American guy, muscular, bald. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a, it looked maybe like a shaved head, mm-hmm. uh, and he uh, storms up to the door and uh, bangs on it. And you look and you see the door open, and it's Silas Nkwane, and he brings the man in. You hear that distinctive sound of the door locking afterwards. Everybody, give me a listen roll. Okay. Sounds like. Can we uh, say that we took photos of this? Uh, yeah. Can Can Fraulein Sauer click click click? Yeah. Sure. Click click click. Sure. Give. Uh, you know what? Do you have art photography or art uh, craft? I do have photography. Okay. Just give me a roll for that. Just because it's dark out, I'm thinking about uh, how good these photographs are with okay. the low light conditions. I wish I never told you I had it's something only, to roll for that. It's only because I looked. <laughs> I looked at something else today, and they mentioned like uh, it should, let them make them uh, do an art roll. Is that what they said? Mm-hmm. A two. <laughs> you guys. Damn are ridiculous. Okay, so you get a very... The picture of... You get Silas and this guy. The silver halides, like, in the negative, in the photo, just, like, really get all the details. They just sit right in the lines. The photo showing them making out, even though they weren't doing that in the... Right, you just (laughs) dodge the photo real quickly. Um, Okay. Listen? And then listen rolls. I'm gonna spend five luck to make that a success. Listen. Uh, I got a regular success on the listen. I got 18 under 23. I failed. Okay, those of you who succeeded hear, uh, like, yelling. Not not so much arguing. Like, one person is... And then, like, a smaller... And it's not long after that this tall, muscular uh, dude with a shaved head comes bounding out. Silas quickly locks the door uh, behind. Silas remains inside the juju house? At the moment, yes. Now, is this the same um, physical description as Madari? It does seem to match that. But we don't know if it's him. Mm -hmm. His hands were not frying pans. (laughs) That's right. He does not look like the bouncer. This is a different guy. Mm. Bouncer, doorman. Okay. Guard. Sentry. And he Um, just storms towards the end of Ransom Court. Does anyone want to follow that guy real quick or no? Worth it? That's an interesting idea. Mm. Um, If we're all here, that kind of makes sense. Two of us go. Great. Let's two of us put a tail on, on, on this perhaps Madari fellow. Great. Who wants to do it? <laughs> um, let's keep a, let's keep photographer here unless okay. you really want to follow him. I'm just wondering, uh, like, would it be useful photography wise to follow him? Could be. Um, I know. Yeah, I guess both could be. Um, <laughs> oh my God, the choices are paralyzing. What would you prefer? What would you prefer? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no clue. Um, I guess, yeah, well, we let's just pr- follow him. We want proof about this juju house, right? I mean, in terms of, like, getting pool 
to look into this more clearly, I almost feel like we need the photos from where we yeah. are. Makunga, so, we follow him. We know what his deal is. We can always... Now we know where he goes, where he ha- where his haunts are, hopefully. Right. Who knows? No, Knowing knowing uh, both Tillinghast's skill at breaking and entering and uh, um, uh, Margot's skill at photography, maybe keep them at Juju and then uh, uh, Feruz and I tail um, Makunga Midori? Yeah. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> I really wanted to get to, you to know, break Feyruz into loves break. I'll, I'll, I'll do it alone. Feyruz, I'll do it alone. I love that Feyruz has this higher education, but it's like it's almost like she got a taste of uh, yeah. me. Yeah, just like, that one. Time, like all the time. Yeah, Vaughn, you can go solo. I can go solo. Shall I go solo? I'm fine. It with might that. be better stealth wise, honestly. Yeah, I'll do it alone if, if that's cool. Okay, Unless, we got a solo tail. Okay, right, just text us if anything goes wrong. You got it. <laughs> I'll send you a, I'll send you a telegram Carrier if anything goes, up, goes upside down. Uh, okay. Uh, See you back at the Wolf Wolf. Oh, no. Tell me... Oh, man. Tell me what you're doing here. Are you just, uh, like, stealthing? Or are you not even stealthing so much as just keeping a distance? Just keep a Watch. distance. I don't know if stealth even applies here. I just want to... I just want to mm-hmm. follow him. Stealth is not a great skill for me, but I still want to... Oh, I want to follow this guy. Oh, no. Okay. It's a terrible skill for me, actually. Uh, all right, so you follow this guy, and he is walking uh, in a bit of a huff. Um, clearly, he's upset uh, over something, um, and the conversation that he had with Silas perhaps escalated it. Um, and you follow him into the night. The Harlem night. The Harlem night. Um, what are the rest of you doing? I just want to check in with you guys real quick while I try and find something in my notes. We're still wanna... watching. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no. I was just, as as soon if we see uh, um, Silas leaving to uh, make to a break, break for in. It. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you're watching, and eventually a couple guys come up to the door and they look surprised have the kind of a look of surprise and they knock on the door and uh, Silas opens it and says something to them and they they nod and he goes back in and shuts the door they, 20 minutes later they, another group comes do they, they leave? Go. Oh, they okay. leave. Okay. They, they leave. Have, they don't have access to their special little room, so they can't hold their little rituals. Another group comes, three guys or so. Knock, knock. Oh, no. Same thing. They leave. Can you imagine Can try having sh- a secret cult and then, ha- and then losing the key? I lost and the then key. Having, like, when your secret cult shows up, be like, I'm sorry, man, I lost the key. I lost the key. Lost the key. Lost the key. Room. We can't do our otherworldly, the tones of the uh, unknown. If this keeps going on and he doesn't leave, do we try to sneak in through where that we saw that bouncer? And do we do we the try that? The bouncer was at the front door. I it think. was just the front door. Oh, it was the front door. Oh, I thought yeah. it was like a side entrance. Okay, never mind that. Like as they keep opening the door, can we like try to stretch our listen stretch to like try to hear what they're saying? Like they're saying some sort of password, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, um, give me a listen roll. For, uh, each individual listen because you're all straining. Uh, 
listening to this. So. I got the 100. Uh-oh. That's a f- critical fail. You f- I go deaf your sense of for a second. <laughs> You're permanently deaf. I'm going um, to spend 10 luck to succeed on this. I got a regular success. Okay. Two regular success, one fumble. The regular success, uh, the you, the basic thing you're hearing is Silas is saying stuff, and the f- the first group of guys he's speaking in another language. Um, I don't think any of you speak that language, uh, so he's speaking another language. You don't quite get it. The second group, um, there they look different than the other guys, and he speaks to them in English, and he's like, "We have a problem. Not tonight." Troy. Real quick, is there any way, and you can totally say this time has passed or whatever, but in these moments of seeing these guys, we're, 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 you, you said this door is right next to the door that they're knocking on, right? Like, we can get mm-hmm. a glimpse of these guys. Yeah. Are we recognizing anybody from that night with Jackson? Those guys that we saw, they were like, huh! and then like jumped out of the fire escape. It's an excellent question. It's very dark, uh, but obviously every time that store, the Juju House door opens, some light comes out, and you do see faces. Some of those guys look so crazy familiar, but you don't know if you're just projecting that or not. Okay. You're not 100% yeah, yeah. sure that it's the right guy, but man, there are some similarities. I mean, if you remember, two of those guys looked Kenyan, and mm-hmm. then one of the guys just looked like some random white dude. You haven't seen anybody that matched the, the white guy, but especially as you hear them speaking another language that very well may be Kenyan, you start to think like, wait, was that one of the guys that jumped out the window? But my God, that happened so fast. Yeah, Even sure, trying sure, sure. to remember okay. their faces would be tough. That makes it's sense. an excellent question, though. There was uh, a white dude that went into the Juju house. With the there was the one the guy gun. that came out with the uh, yeah. he had the gun and he put the envelope in. Uh, you have not seen him either. Mm. However, after about after that second group goes, maybe 15, 20 minutes later, Silas comes out, locks the door behind him, pauses for a moment, and looks over in the direction of the pawn shop. Cut back to Vaughn. Vaughn is walking along, following this guy. He's walking east. He goes over to Lennox. Strolling down the avenue. <laughs> he takes he takes the turn on uh, at 137th, goes over to Lennox, and he goes down Lennox to 129th Street and then starts walking east. He stops outside of a uh, shabby like apartment building uh it's maybe a four-story apartment building on uh 129th street and second avenue and he goes inside the building give me a spot hit all right oh brutal all that good luck i rolled a 97 what's your spot hidden 75 Okay, good. So you're fine. That's not a fumble. Uh, if it was under 50, it would be. But you're looking to see, like, did any of the lights come on in the building to figure out which room he went into? Hmm. And you don't see anything. If anything, maybe he's on the other side of the building, or he didn't turn on the lights. So you're just watching, trying to figure out, is this where he lives? Is he meeting with someone? I push. I push the spot hidden. What do you do, what do, you do differently? I want to walk closer. Um, see if I can... Um, go. Like sometimes you can 
maybe there's maybe um, as I round the building, you can kind of see in the windows. It's dark now, so you can see the light inside. And maybe one of those w- windows going up the building, you can maybe see the elevator um, doors. Okay. And I can see if he pops out. Maybe, but it, but it, but I I have to get closer and become okay. more cons- conspicuous to get that done. All right, here we go. Oh no. Oh no. Remember last time when I rolled a 97? Yeah. Well, guys, don't worry because I did roll lower. I rolled a 96. Oh. And you're and and what's your stat you're trying to be? 75. Oh, and I don't I believe you can't use luck on a pushed roll. Nope. So. So. Amazing. So so, so. No, Troy's having fun now. That means something bad's going to happen. <laughs> it's never going to happen. He's so happy right now. Okay. You're, you're looking. Okay. You're, you're looking at the building. Where, the, where did he go? And I imagine just like computers don't exist yet, but you're just like trying to take it all in. You're having flashbacks to the war, like with your sniper rifle, trying to find your target and uh, you just can't find it. So you move a little closer, move a little closer. You're still watching for any hint of which room he went into, which floor. Maybe you could still see him walking up the steps. And as you stand there, you hear footsteps behind you. And a voice that says like, well, we don't, uh, See young men like you walking around Harlem at this time of night all by yourself. A lot of bad things happen in Harlem at nighttime. Isn't very safe to be up here. And you turn and you see four uniformed police officers coming up to you. And you look at their badges and they all say, 14th precinct. Dirty cops. And we'll see you next week. No. <laughs> nice. no. I thought you were going to say, see something you like, Costanza? See <laughs> <laughs> something you like, Costanza? Oh, oh great. Great yes. job. Good effort. Oh, my goodness. Good <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.